Good morning. My name is Blair. Welcome to our podcast this morning, where we are continuing our series looking at the times where Jesus uses the phrase, I am, when describing himself. And today we're going to look more closely at the time where Jesus says, I am the vine. Thank you for joining me, and I hope that you enjoy today's topic. Have you ever contemplated, um, asked yourself, you know, where is my day-to-day life headed? I mean, have you ever asked yourself the question, like, what is my life producing? You know, what are my choices doing to my life? I mean, that the whole idea of a New Year's, New Year's resolution is kind of based on that question, isn't it? Where we're wanting to do better in life. And I think we've all wanted to do better at some point in time. And the outcome and results of our beliefs and our choices matter to God. He wants us to produce good things with our lives. And the Bible often uses the metaphor of fruit to describe this. Fruitfulness is important to God. He's not only designed us to be fruitful, but he is actively involved in the process of making us more fruitful, of producing more fruit in our lives. And that the outcome of our life would be that we think and act more like Jesus. And when we do that, the people around us experience Jesus through us. And isn't that something we should all want and desire? Jesus talks more about, more in depth about this in, in John chapter 15. And a part of what Jesus is doing at this point in his story is he is preparing his followers for life without him. And he is explaining to them the importance of staying connected to him spiritually. And this is what he says in John chapter 15. Starting at verse one, he says, I am the true grapevine and my father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch of mine that doesn't produce fruit. And he prunes the branches that do bear fruit so they will produce even more. You've already been pruned and purified by the message I've given you. Remain in me and I will remain in you. For a branch cannot produce fruit if it's severed from the vine and you cannot be fruitful unless you remain in me. Remaining in Jesus is the key to being fruitful in life, staying connected to him every day in every season is what makes us fruitful. And as we stay connected to Jesus, the father cuts off branches. He prunes us to make us more fruitful. Jesus talks about the vine, the gardener and the branch to describe our relationship with God. We are the branches, which means we are completely dependent upon God. And we require constant connection, not just to survive, but to thrive, to bear fruit at all. We have to be connected to God. And a part of being more uh, more productive, a part of being more productive is eliminating the branches that don't produce fruit. As you stay As you and I stay connected to Jesus, what we'll find is that God will begin to eliminate certain desires and actions and attitudes from our lives. They might be sinful actions or attitudes, or they might just be unproductive. I want to share something with you um, that right now in my life, God is working to eliminate in me. He's um, working on a thought pattern in my life. And I wouldn't say that it's a sinful thought pattern. It's just distracting. Uh, 
and it takes my attention away from God and puts it onto something else. And what I find is that it often sneaks in when I'm trying to connect to God, when I'm praying or reading the Bible. And, and so one of the things that I'm doing in the process of this is I've got this little elastic band right here on my wrist. And whenever I recognize the thought pattern happening, I take this elastic band and I pull it back and I snap it. Ouch, that hurts. And what it does is it reinforces in me that I don't want to engage in the pattern anymore. And, and then I refocus on God. That works for me. And I can see it eliminating and pruning in my life as God is at work in me. Now, Jesus says in verse 3, remain in me and I will remain in you. And this isn't this isn't an ultimatum for Jesus from Jesus where he's saying the only way that I'll stay close to you is when you stay close to me. That's not what he's saying. God's love and affection are not conditional, but our effectiveness for his kingdom is completely dependent upon our connectedness to him. It's dependent upon our connectedness to him. Jesus uh, just told us, just told those that were with him that they've been pruned and cleaned by his message. So the description of remaining in Jesus is, is really about bearing fruit. And you and I are designed to be fruitful. You know, your faith will be deeper, stronger. It will be more dynamic and more alive when you stay connected to Jesus and see the fruit that's produced because of it. It will encourage you to keep going with God. In verse 5, Jesus continues and he says, I am the vine, you are the branches. Those who remain in me um, and I in them will produce much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. So in our current series, we're looking at the times where Jesus uses the phrase, I am, which is a reference to the Old Testament when God reveals himself as I am who I am, meaning I am eternal, I am all powerful, I am all sufficient. And here Jesus says, I am the true grapevine. So we can try to be productive through our own will, through our own actions, but we will never be as effective as the, it will never be as effective as the kind of fruit that God can produce in our lives. We're not, when we are not connecting with a God who is unable, who's unfaithful or unsure of his plans, but in fact, just the opposite. The connection that grows fruit is one of mutual relationship. The, 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 the disciples remain in Jesus and Jesus remains in the disciples. That's what he describes. And yet he also spoke in a way that indicated that that remaining, that abiding relationship was a choice on their parts, that they must choose to stay connected. It's impossible for the branch to bear fruit if it isn't connected to the vine. Jesus describes in verse 6. And so the disciples cannot do truly good things for God and his kingdom if they're not consciously connected with and remaining in Jesus. See, fruit is the natural result of abiding in Jesus. And he says, if you don't remain in me, you're like a branch that is thrown away and withers. Such branches are picked up and thrown into the fire and burned. Jesus is warning us all of his followers, that, that the failure to stay connected to him um, will result in us being less productive. A branch only has life as it's, as it's connected to the vine, and we are not meant to produce our own fruit. And one of the most common fruit that God wants to produce in us, his followers, is love. Love for him and love for others. 
When we don't stay connected to him, our love will begin to grow cold. It becomes easier to think of yourself before God and others. And if we stay there, that branch will begin to wither and die. And what we end up with is a form of godliness that denies the power of God. See, the love of God is powerful. It changes people's lives. And to live in it, we must stay connected to Jesus. I mean, think of it like a campfire. If you want to stay warm, you get up close, right? Jesus continues, and, uh, and he says, you know, to be a true disciple, you have to remain and produce fruit. He says in verse 7, if you remain in me and my words remain in you, ask whatever you wish, and it'll be done for you. That's a great verse. An abiding connection is made through the word of God, through the Bible, through prayer, and through obedience. The connected follower of Jesus should expect answered prayer as a part of their relationship with Jesus. And anyone, and in saying that, anyone that's who's in a serious pursuit of a relationship with God has experienced and struggled with unanswered prayer. And Jesus offers, offers a little insight here, and, and it's not a complete answer, but it's a part of the answer to a much bigger question. And I wanted to take a few seconds and talk about it today. If you find your prayer is not being answered, evaluate your connectedness to God. An abiding connection is made right through time in the Word of God, through the Bible, through prayer, and through obedience. We can't expect to ignore our relationship with God and then expect Him to produce fruit on demand. You see, He's the vine, we're the branches. He is the source and we are the recipients. So evaluate yourself. And if you find that you might say, no, I, I am staying connected, then the answer to the unanswered prayer lies elsewhere. But that's the right place to start and to evaluate. God wants, he wants to answer our prayers, our requests. And the reason he wants to answer them is because it brings him glory. He says this in verse eight. He says, this is to my father's glory that you bear fruit and lots of it. He says, and that shows that you're my followers. As we stay connected to Jesus, our wants and desires diminish. Our wants and desires. And what happens is we become more interested in what God wants, in what God wills, than what we want. And so our prayers line up with that. And that prayer gets answered. And the only source that we can then point to is the vine. We, the only thing we can say is, God did that, not me. It wasn't what I wanted, it's what he wanted. And Jesus goes on, right, and then in verse 9 and verse 10 to describe the link between love and obedience, which are fruit in our life. And he connects that our love for one another um, is dependent. It's a fruit from God, and he commands us to love one another. He says in verse 13, there's no greater love than to lay down one's life for one's friends. And he says, you are my friends if you do what I command. I no longer call you slaves because a master doesn't confide in his slaves. Now you are my friends since I've told you everything the Father told me. The love that, that they were to have for each other was the, was the same measure and quality of love that Jesus had for them. That's no small feat. And, and I don't think we can produce that kind of fruit by ourselves. Our only hope is to, to, to stay connected to the source of love. Jesus calls them his friends, which 
that's a really significant statement in Old Testament times because the relationship between a teacher and his followers wasn't expected to be friendship, but friendship is what Jesus offers to all of his followers. Yeah, Jesus gives commandments. He gives directives here. But again, love, God's love for us is not conditional. The commandment benefits us so that we can be more per, productive, right? God isn't interested in a master-slave relationship. He wants us to be his friends, to sit up close to the fire of his love. We sometimes get it backwards and we think following the command, following the commandment gets us up close, but that's not how it works with God. He invites us in. He invites us to get up close and to stay connected and then the fruit of obedience will be produced in our lives. Hear me this morning, God wants your marriage, your work, your friendships, your parenting, your ministry to be more fruitful and that starts with making a decision to stay connected. We connect through the Bible, through praying, through obedience. And I asked you at the start, if, you, if you've ever asked yourself the question, you know, what is my life producing? And if you want some things to change, if you want to be more fruitful, more productive, it starts with a choice to stay connected to the vine, to the source of life itself. So I'm gonna ask you to take time every day this week with the intention of making it a daily habit in your life. Because as you do this, you will see fruit in your life. You will see a deeper, more productive relationship with God. Now, before I pray for you today, I've got a little work for you to do in response to this message. I've got four things for you, and uh, they're going to come up on the screen, but here's what I want you to do. I want you this week to read through John chapter 15, verses 1 to 17, and pick out two or three things that stand out to you, and, and answer the question, why do they stand out to you? The second is, right, um, the word remain actually occurs 10 times in John chapter 15. So what does it mean to stay connected to Christ? What does that look like practically? Then the next question, number three, is what in our culture pushes us away from remaining in Christ? And the last question is this, what is your plan to, to work on remaining in Christ? What's your plan? Make a plan. Right? As I, I encouraged you or challenged you to do, to start every day, right? Read some, read some of the Bible, pray, and, and obedience will come naturally as a result of that. But sometimes we also have to put an effort into being obedient, right? And so um, it, it, read the word, pray, act on obedience. And so what's your plan? Make a plan, um, you know, as when you're going to do it. Um, how you're going to do it. Most people benefit from choosing the same time, the same place every day. Not everybody does, but make a plan and then, and then share that plan with somebody and ask them to hold you accountable. Um, you know, it might be a friend or a spouse, but make a plan and share it with them. All right. May you be fruitful. I want to pray for you today as we close. Father in heaven, thank you for each and every person that hears this. God, may we be fruitful as you are. God, as you desire us to be. God, may we stay connected to you. You are the vine. God, forgive us for times where we've gone off on our own, where we thought we could do all this on our own, in our own way, in our own strength, in our own wisdom. God, forgive us for that. 
God, we, we come back to you. We turn back to you. And God, we want to stay connected fully, wholly to you and you alone. God, we recognize we cannot do this on our own. We can't, we can't be more like you. We can't uh, bring you to the world all around us. We can't look like Jesus to others unless we are deeply connected to you. May we do it. God, we give you permission to speak into our lives, the, to prune us, to cut off, to prune, God, to, to work in our lives. God, as we read your word, as we pray, as we're obedient, God, may you show yourself more and more to us that we could then show you to others. God, give us dreams and visions. God, show us the fruit that you have in store, that we would desire it. God, may we just get up close to the campfire. May we stay so connected to you. Jesus, may we desire you above all else, above everything else that this world has to offer, our own wants, our own desires. May we desire you. May we stay connected to you. May you guide us and lead us. Thank you for each and every person that hears this. God, I pray for your blessing over them. I pray for marriages to be more fruitful. I pray for parenting to, to be more effective. I pray for friendships and work and for learning and school to be more effective. God, I pray for ministries to bear fruit. God, much, much fruit that we would see your kingdom here. Thank you. Jesus, we pray all this in your name. You tell us that we should expect answers. So God, we do, we, we, uh, I'm just anticipating the answers to this prayer today. Thank you, God. We pray this, Jesus, your beautiful name. Amen. God bless you. May you have a fruitful week.